0: Welcome to this month's pharmacy team training update. My name is Judith Poulton and I am a community pharmacist with a special interest in healthcare education. This month's training is on dementia. Before we begin this podcast, please remember you and the team can watch the online training, download your certificate after completing your CPD questions and get access to useful resources by logging on to www.virtualoutcomes.co.uk In this training, we're going to look at some facts about dementia, look at some of the different types, explore what symptoms to look out for and what health advice you can give people to help them reduce their chances of getting it. We will also look at some ideas for campaigns that you and the team could run and the resources available for you to use to build your healthy living zone. Dementia was first described by the German doctor Alois Alzheimer in 1906, after he performed an autopsy on a woman with profound memory loss. What he found was a dramatically shrunken brain and abnormalities in and around nerve cells. At the time, dementia was rare and was then barely studied. Today, someone in the world is diagnosed with it every three seconds, and one in eight death certificates in England and Wales cite dementia as the cause of death. Dementia affects around 50 million people around the world and is becoming more common. Estimates predict that by 2050, more than 150 million people could be living with it globally. In the UK, around 850,000 people are currently living with dementia, And in line with global estimates, this number is set to triple by 2050. Dementia is an umbrella term used to describe a range of progressive neurological disorders which affect the brain. While the likelihood of having dementia increases with age, it is not a normal part of ageing as it is caused by disease. Some people who live well into their 90s and beyond have brains that remain remarkably clear of any signs of dementia. There are more than 50 different types of dementia, but the four most common ones are Alzheimer's disease, which is the most common, with 60-80% to of people having this, vascular dementia, approximately 150,000 people in the UK have it, and frontotemporal dementia and dementia with Lewy bodies, both of which are less common. Some people may have a combination of two types of dementia, which is known as mixed dementia. The most common combination is Alzheimer's disease with vascular dementia. Different types of dementia have different causes and also display different symptoms, and we will look at the four most common types in more detail, starting with Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's mainly affects people over 65 And, over this age, a person's risk of developing it doubles every five years. Twice as many women over the age of 65 develop it, and although the exact reason is not known, thoughts include the fact that women on average live longer than men, or it could be linked to the loss of oestrogen after the menopause. Approximately one in every 20 cases affects people aged between 40 and 65 and this is known as early or young onset Alzheimer's disease. Alzheimer's disease is a progressive disease and develops gradually over many years. The first symptoms usually include minor memory lapses. These can include things like difficulty in recalling recent conversations or events or learning new information. Alzheimer's disease is thought to be caused by the abnormal build-up of proteins in and around brain cells. One protein is called amyloid and causes plaques to form around brain cells, while another, is known as tor, causes tangles to form around the cells in the brain. Early damage to a part of the brain called the hippocampus causes these symptoms, as it has a central role to play in day-to-day memory. Memory for life events that happened a long time ago is often unaffected in the early stages of the disease. As the condition progresses, the memory loss starts to play an increasing role in daily life, for example losing items like keys or glasses around the house, or getting lost in familiar places or on a journey and forgetting appointments or anniversaries. The person may also suffer from changes in mood, including becoming anxious, irritable or depressed. Many people become withdrawn and lose interest in activities and hobbies. Although memory difficulties are usually the earliest symptoms of Alzheimer's, someone with the disease will also have or go on to develop problems with other aspects of thinking, reasoning, perception or communication. For example, they may struggle to follow a conversation or may repeat themselves. They may have problems judging distance or navigating stairs or carrying out a sequence of events for example, cooking a meal. As the disease progresses, the problems become more severe and they will need some more day-to-day support. They can also develop behaviours that are unusual or out of character, including agitation, including pacing or restlessness, disturbed sleep patterns or reacting aggressively. They may also have delusions or less commonly have hallucinations. These symptoms may require separate treatment to the memory problems. In the latter stages, the person may become less aware of what is happening around them. They may have difficulties eating or walking without help and become increasingly frail. Eventually, the person will need help with all their daily activities. On average, people with Alzheimer's live for eight to ten years after the first symptoms. However, this varies a lot, depending particularly on how old the person was when they first developed Alzheimer's. Vascular dementia is another common form of dementia in the over-65s, and although you can have it under this age, it is comparatively rare. Vascular dementia tends to get worse over time, however occasionally it can be slowed down. When the blood vessels that supply blood to the brain become either blocked or narrowed, this in turn reduces the blood supply to the brain and causes brain cells to die. The lack of blood supply is due to a number of causes. 1. Narrowing of the small blood vessels deep inside the brain, and this is known as subcortial vascular dementia. 2. A stroke. You can find out more about stroke by watching our training module in the course library. Three, having lots of mini-strokes known as transient ischemic attacks that can cause tiny but widespread damage in the brain. The death of these brain cells causes problems with memory, thinking and reasoning and when they get bad enough to have a significant effect on the person's daily life this is known as vascular dementia. Some of the symptoms of vascular dementia are similar to Alzheimer's disease however memory loss is not normally an initial symptom. The most common symptoms of this type of dementia are issues with planning or organising, making decisions, problems following a series of steps, for example cooking a meal, slower speed of thought and problems concentrating or having moments of confusion. In the early stages, people may mistake the symptoms for depression. As it progresses, the symptoms include memory loss, Severe personality changes, which include becoming aggressive at times or acting inappropriately. Finding it difficult to walk and keep balance with frequent falls, incontinence and increasing difficulty with daily activities. Vascular dementia will generally get worse, although the speed and pattern of this decline varies from person to person. People who have stroke-related dementia often progress in a stepped way, That is, with long periods when symptoms are stable and periods when symptoms rapidly get worse. This is because each additional stroke causes further damage to the brain. People with subcortical vascular dementia occasionally follow this stepped progression, but more commonly the symptoms get worse gradually as the area of affected white matter in the brain slowly expands. On average, People with vascular dementia will live for five years after the symptoms started. The person is most likely to die from a stroke or heart attack. Both frontotemporal dementia and dementia with Lewy bodies, like other dementias, both start gradually and get worse on progression. Most frontotemporal dementia, or FTD, is diagnosed in people between the ages of 45 and 65, although it can affect younger people. It is caused by the death of nerve cells in the frontal and temporal lobes of the brain, which has been linked to clumps of abnormal proteins found inside the cells. There is also some evidence of a genetic link. There are three main types of FTD, and depending on the type will determine the initial symptoms. There is a gradual progressive decline in behaviour, language or movement, however memory is relatively preserved until later on. People suffering with this disease may not be aware of their behaviour changes. Examples of which include rudeness, loss of inhibitions, acting impulsively, loss of interest in people and things, loss of motivation, appearing cold and selfish. Changes in eating habits, for example overeating or developing a sudden liking for sweet things, and they may start neglecting personal hygiene. Language problems include the use of incorrect words, repetition of a limited number of phrases, getting words in the wrong order, forgetting the meaning of common words, and slow, hesitant speech. As the condition gets worse, people may become socially isolated and some people may lose the ability to speak and can become completely mute. As the disease progresses... The differences between the three types of FTD reduce and some people develop physical problems and difficulties with moving, including slow, stiff movements, difficulties swallowing and incontinence. As with other dementias, the rate of progression varies, but the average life expectancy from diagnosis is 6 to 8 years. Dementia with Lewy bodies, shortened to DLB, accounts for 10-15% to 15% of all cases of dementia and is often confused with Alzheimer's. It is rare in people under 65. Lewy bodies are named after the German doctor who first identified them. They are tiny deposits of an abnormal protein that appear in the nerve cells in the brain that disrupt the brain's normal functions by interrupting the chemical signals between brain cells. These deposits are also found in people with Parkinson's disease. The disease, like other dementias, is progressive and gets worse over time. People not only have problems with understanding and judgment, but also will have issues with concentration and visual perception. They will also have memory problems, but significant memory loss only occurs as the disease progresses. Other symptoms that may help distinguish it from other dementias include Movement disorders similar to Parkinson's disease, for example slow movement, stiff limbs, tremors and shuffling when walking, which can all result in falls. Hallucinations, this may be one of the first symptoms. Sleep difficulties, including sleepiness during the day. Extreme marked swings in behaviour, which can happen hour by hour between alertness to drowsiness or staring into space. The average life expectancy from diagnosis is about eight years. While there is no treatment that can cure it, there are things people can do to lower their risk of the disease or slow its onset, and approximately a third of all cases of dementia are thought to be influenced by factors within our control. However, when surveyed, only a third of people believe it is possible to reduce the risk. Healthcare teams therefore have a great opportunity to educate people that there are things that can be done. There are eight simple lifestyle changes that people can make that could help prevent the disease. Remember what is good for the heart is good for the brain. So what are the eight simple steps? One, eat a healthy balanced diet. We should all follow the Eat Well Guide as a diet low in fibre and high in saturated fat, salt and sugar can increase the risk of high blood pressure and cholesterol, obesity and type 2 diabetes. There is a strong link between dementia and high blood pressure and high cholesterol. 2. Maintain a healthy weight. If you are overweight or obese, Just losing 5-10% of the excess weight can help reduce your risk of dementia. 3. Exercise regularly. Adults, including the elderly, should aim for 150 minutes of moderate-intensity aerobic activity each week, such as brisk walking, cycling or dancing. Doing strength exercises like gardening or yoga twice a week can also help. 4. Drink a moderate amount of alcohol. Advice is no more than 14 units for everyone. 5. Stop smoking. Smoking causes narrowed arteries, which can raise blood pressure and heightens the risk of cardiovascular disease and cancer. 6. Be social and seek help to combat loneliness. Talking to people and keeping the mind active can help slow cognitive decline and lower the risk of dementia. 7. Suggest to people to seek help if they think they could be depressed. Get them to talk to their GP. 8. Ensure people have their free NHS health check if aged 40 to 74 as these can help spot early problems and tell them if they have a higher risk of factors that can increase their risk of dementia. Ensure that you check locally to see where these are being offered. Before we look at what campaigns you and the team could run, I just want to remind you that there are training modules on smoking, obesity, mental health and stress and alcohol in the Virtual Outcomes Library. And not only will they give you more confidence to talk to people about the subject, but there are ideas of displays you can build and additional resources for you to download to support those conversations. The campaigns you could run could focus on reducing the risk factors – For example, by highlighting the links between dementia and high blood pressure or diabetes. Or you could focus on making people more aware of the symptoms to look out for, especially in the early stages, as not all dementias start with memory loss. You could do a campaign highlighting how big the issue is and encouraging people to become more aware of what they can do to support people who have dementia by becoming a dementia friend. The link to their website is on the resources page on the right-hand side of this screen. Or, could you highlight the small changes that people can make in their homes that will have a large impact on people with dementia? For example, buy a clock that has the days of the week, date and time clearly displayed. Finally, could you do a display for your local community, showing what help and support is available? For example, local memory cafes, local dementia support groups, books on prescription at the local library, as these will not only benefit people with early signs of dementia, but could be invaluable for their friends, family and carers. We have now come to the end of this training on dementia. There is a lot of information on the subject, and if you wish to learn more, there are links on the resources page to other websites, as well as some great resources you can download and share with people. As a healthcare professional, you can play an important role in dementia in a number of ways. You can help educate people by making them aware that changing their lifestyle can help reduce the occurrence of dementia. You can increase people's awareness about dementia, and that it is an umbrella term for progressive neurological diseases. And finally, you can help support people in your local community by raising the awareness of the role of Dementia Friends as well as the help and support available locally. If you want to view the online training, have access to both your certificate and the resources tab, please log on to www.virtualoutcomes.co.uk. We would also like to use this opportunity to ask you to encourage the rest of your colleagues to view the video.